This is the Pro-AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on market scale. Nowadays, we put a lot of AV on the ones and zeros. They want more features, but they want to see less hardware. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Market Scale Pro AV podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And today I have the pleasure of welcoming two CEOs from the Pro AV industry, and they lead two of the leading companies in the industry. And it's going to be a pleasure to get their insight on one of the biggest projects they've ever worked on. We're going to be chatting with Lee Summers. He's the CEO of Reflect Systems Incorporated. We're also going to be hearing from George Pappas. He's the CEO of D3 LED. I'm so excited to hear from both of you. Lee, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Daniel. Thank you. And George, how are you? Couldn't be better. Happy to be here. I love it. Well, George, Lee, today we're going to be focusing on your Levi's store project, specifically the digital revamp you did on their flagship store in Times Square. And there's a lot to unpack here, but I'm excited to really just get started. And I think we need to start by getting some insight from both of you as CEOs and your methodology leading some of the leading companies in Pro AV. So, George, Lee, uh, I think a lot of what comes from your company's leading the industry comes from a focused company direction, which also means being a little picky about what client projects you get to work on, right? So what would you both say is that secret sauce for choosing a great client project in today's day and age? This is Lee. Thanks, Daniel. It's a great question. We have the opportunity to represent some of the best brands in the industry or in the world. And being able to align with the best partners in the industry is how we are able to accomplish that. So we can be picky. We have a directive here at our company that um, we're we're not going to just do go after a big, big project just for the sake of it. We want to make sure and evaluate the probability of, of success. We've worked with, in this case, Levi's for many, many years inside of the other some of our big box uh, retail clients. And so we've been a trusted partner of theirs for years. And so when a flagship opportunity comes up like this, we have to make sure that it, that it fits both parties. Otherwise, we would just recommend a partner that could deploy that. But we want to make sure if we're going to put our name on that, that it's going to uh, deliver as promised. And, and uh, that's where we run into partners like D3 that values that promise at the beginning of the handshake and, and ultimately delivers on, on what that vision was. We always want to keep in mind it's not what you say, but it's what you do at the end. So when we look at a project like this, it's, it's always the customer in mind, and we want to be their first choice the next time an opportunity comes around because the, the result at the end of the day was all that matters. You know, they, these are huge projects with uh, many moving parts, and they're, they're looking for the best companies to do the job. So I think a great example, obviously, to explore y'all's methodology as leaders and the methodology behind the companies you lead is to look at this Levi's store project in New York that D3 and Reflect partnered on. So for a little background, Levi's was looking to revamp one of its iconic flagship stores, this one being in Times Square. And when you have a retail location on Times Square, your only option is to go big. So before we get the whole story of the project, I want to ask you both. How do you look back on the impact that this store had on both of your companies now that it's been a few months since its completion? And how do you think it set a standard for everything you do moving forward? Yeah, Thanks, Daniel. I know that towards the end of the quarter, we wanted to get the store live up before the big holiday rush. So the goal was, let's get this thing in before the Black Friday retail push and then 
we knew it was going to be a backdrop to New Year's Eve on Times Square. And so that's really the, the direction that we were given was making sure that, that this thing had a, had a wow factor. And so that was, that was the objective. And so we met that. Uh, there was a lot of process that I think that we'll get through uh, during this podcast. But, you know, the idea of how D3 and Reflect will leverage this success moving forward, time will tell. I think we, we built a solid uh, relationship. Once you take on an experience in Times Square, you go through a lot of unknowns and unexpected pop-ups. But, you know, we pick the people we work with because we can get through it together. And, um, you know, Reflect's approach here is, is really to be people-powered technology. And, and I think D3 and, and their team is the same. We live in this tech world and every, a lot of people sell, sell tech and the platform. Uh, we want to sell people and their relationships that we have with our clients and our vendors. And, and so that's, that's going to continue to strengthen over time with D3. And we look forward to the next big marquee flagship that Levi's or another, another brand out there approaches us with. It's pretty amazing to see from the beginnings what Reflect envisioned to see it become real. Before you even step in the store, you can actually see some of the displays. When you get downstairs from every direction, you're seeing screens, you know, one big continuous 180 degree screen. They knew what they were going for and they got it. So you asked about the impact. I think the impact is, is huge. The vision was bold. It's a great experience walking into that store. Well, enough background. Let's dig into the actual decision-making behind the project from beginning to end. We're really going to look at the entire conception and uh, installation of this project. So, you know, with a project this big, there's obviously intentionality behind every little action and decision. Nothing is left up to chance. So what was the Levi's team's vision for this store? And really, what was the why behind this digital revamp for them? Well, I think Levi's is an interesting spot right now. They are really kind of building on the momentum that they're seeing globally in their brand. And so what better place to do it than Times Square to launch what will be the future face of their brand? And, you know, digital and especially around the LED space and activation inside of retail is is one of their core platforms moving forward. They're finding themselves moving not moving out of big box, but also uh, opening up standalone stores that they've never really played in this real estate sp- space outside of flagship experiences. And so that's really what what they wanted to do. They wanted to set the stage for making a big wow impact on their brand. And, and they're going to have to match on some level what the experience that, that uh, everyone involved pulled off at Times Square. And, and it's going to be exciting to see that, whether it's in a different flagship or in a different country and how they're going to be able to represent and replicate that throughout their brand. I think the very first time that I met with uh, Levi's on this project, I was waiting for a meeting in their lobby and just to witness in San Francisco, they've got a little heritage center there and the background of Levi's and there was just a line around the building and the majority of the people in this bill wrapped around the building were not here locally. They were, they were from Sweden or they were from uh, Europe and and they wanted to be part of the presence of this iconic brand of Levi's and so they they've got to be able to represent themselves globally and and Times Square is really just the launching pad for them to do that uh, it'll be really fun to see what happens over the next couple of years for sure I think some of the process that uh, I witnessed was a close relationship of Reflect and, and Levi's coming up with ideas back and forth. And then the, on the D3 side, us you know, saying, well, here, here's the technology we could use for this piece and, and this experience. And, and in the end, 
you know, with a whole bunch of really smart people working together. They came up with a great design. It's really fun to be in, in our positions to watch our teams work with our clients and see what they come up with. Times Square is not an easy environment to build a flagship. Big flagship for Levi's in Times Square is uh, something new for them also. So it, it, was, uh, it was fun and, and kept us on our toes. So what were these conversations like with the executives at Levi's when Reflect and D3 were trying to convert this idea into a tangible design? And what challenges did they present? And how were you both able to you know, bring your expertise to the table? Because I know that you both add some really, really expert value from different sides of different industries. Lee, I know that you have a pretty deep retail background. And so coming into this project and being able to add that expertise into, you know, how do you create a design that's going to capture people's attention in 2018, 2019 and beyond must have really appealed to them. And then same with you, George, you've worked on other large scale projects like ABC Studios, Pontiac, JP Morgan Chase. So you already had your hand in some of these large digital signage projects. So you both were able to come together and, and add value. So tell me a little bit about what you were able to add to those conversations and how did you effectively communicate your visions to their diverse team of not just C-level people, but architects, designers, marketing and content coordinators, etc. Uh, so a great question, Daniel. I think working with the executives was really fun. Going back to a previous question you had earlier about being picky on the brands that we choose to work with. The good thing about that is it, we can work with the best. Usually that means the executives at the brand, the best uh, brands in the world have some of the smartest people and most visionary people at the table. So connecting a conversation, what, what's great about the great brands, they're smart enough to know that they're experts in this field. So that's why they engage companies like Reflect and D3 so that uh, we can bring our exp expertise to the table. So at that point, it's just a matter of getting on the same page. Part of what we did there in our final executive session was D3 was gracious enough to build prototypes for us at their headquarters so that we could get real distances. We could dive down into the resolution we wanted. We can show them exactly what the, the product looked. They could hold it in their hand. And that was the big, this, I mean, it's, it was, that was the biggest thing, I think, part of that last executive decision-making process of we got the, the CEO in the room and he was able to hold it in his hand and roll him back in a in a chair and show them, okay, this is going to look like from 30 feet out versus 10 to 15. And at the end of the day, he was so pumped and ready to, ready to get it going. And I think his final words coming out of the room was, how quickly can we get this done? And it was just, it was just great to see that three-month process of going back from content strategy to the environment, working with the architects, knowing what limitations we had because the building was already built and what facades were going to be available for us. And then working with the Levi's team to come up with a strategy that would ultimately wow the, the CEO of Levi's to where he could walk away excited and pumped about this uh, flagship even more than he was uh, prior. So uh, that was some of, the, some of the things that we worked alongside that team with, but they had great smart people. Uh, they started with a great vision of the store and, and luckily we were able to layer our expertise on top of it. So Lee, with your background and career path going through Nebraska Furniture Mart, being their manager for marketing and technology and strategic business development, how did that help you add an extra layer of expertise to this project? You know, creating a really engaging digital display for a retail company. Well, probably the biggest expertise learned throughout 
whether it be at, at big retail locations like Nebraska Furniture Mart, where there's 600,000 square of retail, you need to make an impact on a big space. Same thing happened here for, for Times Square, but years of, years of being on the branding and, and uh, advertising side of the industry, uh, it's important that you maintain their brand. We can't come in there and create a, a, a shape that's going to steer their brand a certain way or build a canvas that doesn't allow uh, their brand agency and their internal marketing groups to leverage that canvas to meet their brand. So understanding the brand limitations and staying true to their, to their brand on top of some expert expertise of being in a big area, catching the eye of the customer, creating a guest experience, making sure that it's, it's on point is, is, just, is what you expect to be at this level uh, of engagement for any type of flagship, especially at Times Square, to what George alluded to earlier. You better be willing to create a wow factor if you're going to play in that space, and, and we definitely did that. And George, tell me a little bit about from your end how you felt the conversations went with the executives and also some of the other um, architects and designers on Levi's team. And how do you make an effort to focus your conversation towards each party and get that vision across? Because the conversations are obviously different with the C-levels than they are with the designers and with the architects and the marketing content coordinators, etc. As Lee had mentioned earlier, you know, this was a building that was well underway when the digital part was kind of being developed. So we had a lot of interaction with every level of person, whether it was the architects, they all had, you know, other pieces to the building finishes, you know, wood and metal that we had to integrate with. So th those were really detailed conversations getting down to, you know, exact specs and how we interface together. And those are exciting because I'm a real mechanical guy so I like I like that part and I like to be involved in that part it's a extremely close knit process all the teams have to have you know weekly and sometimes two or three times a week calls for coordination it's exciting when you have a client who's excited and Levi's was definitely very excited about uh, this project so I don't want to spend too much time on the technology itself cuz I think there's more interesting stuff to unpack with that why and the impact of the entire project on the company. But I do think it's crucial to get a little insight on how cutting-edge technology helped push this project forward. So could you both give me a little insight on what the freshest tech was that you used in this project and how it really impacted the overall final product? That's really one of the cool things about this project is we have three very large experiences one of them's curved, and like I said, one of them is three-sided experience. And, you know, these are three and 4K size displays in LED ranging from 2.5 millimeter to 4 millimeter pixels. And the real cool thing was is we put a control system together which allows very easily made content. Maybe not easily made, but the, the content is in a single canvas and then we take and break it up into the multiple canvases, keeping everything in sync. So we do that in our control system, and uh, it has a, a great player behind it that Reflect makes. And we take that in, we cut it into pieces and put it where it belongs. So it, it makes it seamless for the, the client. It makes it easy for them to use. And that's something that we strive for is, is ease of use as does Reflect, they don't want the client to be burdened with operating a system. So I think that's something that our teams together bring to the table for our client, which is ease of use. They're in the business of selling clothing, and they don't want to be in the business of, of running displays. We make it easy for them 
to do their business. One thing that we needed to make sure and, and have is the ability to do full store takeovers. So that's kind of the holy grail of big LED experiences, right. especially if they're not all connected. And so what we what we did and what D3's um, processor allows us to do is maintain the resolution of whatever we can think of, right? So now we can have dozens of screens if we wanted, or in this case, three very large screens, about a thousand square feet of LED in total, all, all be synced and all be connected and leveraging their platform to overlay uh, a single canvas to where we can do, you know, if we wanted to take something from the curve wall down to the escalator wall downstairs, it can all be part of the same experience. And now you can do that full micro syncing and, and full takeover moments, which is really uh, really forever been been the holy grail of retail. Right, exactly. I mean, the individual pieces of technology are great, but you don't get that full experience until you're on a, a structured network. And it's exciting that most of these large scale projects really are network projects more than they are, you know, digital signage projects. It was really great for us. At the end of the day, we had two single reflect players versus what would typically take, you know, a dozen players that were synced or stitched together at a seam in order to accomplish this, but being able to put our two players along with D3's processing software and, and hardware, it allowed us to do a lot more with less, which is always something that we strive to do with our clients. We also put a redundancy system in there. We, we talked a little bit about, so we have multiple redundancy systems so that if, if one layer fails, you're still gonna have the same playlist and it will never be seen down by a customer and so that that was part of the plan, and, and I don't think that would have been available to us years ago. So again, more redundancy, more innovation from both engineering groups of Reflect and D3 to come together to build a redundancy platform on such a high-profile experience like this uh, on Times Square. So I think part of delivering an experience like this for such a massive store with such a deep history, I mean, there's a lot at stake. And that means that sometimes the experts, you know, D3 and Reflect, need to step in and show their expertise. And sometimes you have to make those difficult decisions on a project like this where maybe you suggest something that's initially not quite in line with what Levi's had in mind, but in the end turns out to be for the best. I wanted to get a sense for were there ever any moments where anyone on the team had to work with the client a little more to deliver something that wasn't really what the client wanted, but really more what the client needed, right? And being able to step in and have those difficult conversations to get to what is the why, how do we get there, this is what we think is the best solution, and then in the end, everyone is happy. The only one that I can think of, and again, the Levi's team was great and allowed us to really kind of pitch what we wanted and fit what they, they needed because we listened at the beginning. Right. But, you know, there's small things like that if you're not in the LED space or the retail space of digital signage, you don't consider where the heat's going to go, <laughs> the AC vent that happens to be right in the middle of the experience that you find out, you know, a couple of weeks before it's supposed to be installed, we need to redesign. Those things like that, but it was great to work alongside Levi's to be able to fix whatever issue that came along and educate them along the way of saying, hey, we need this amount of space in between the screens or behind the screens to get the get the heat out and for instance there was one experience where the escalator arm the the rest on the escalator going down was going to be right in front of an LED so planning for future maintenance of that board is something that we had to work through which changed some of the design of the store but it was great because it just showed that they were so committed to the end result that we were able to make some make some adjustments 
uh, on the fly on both sides. Right, which I guess speaks to the fact that if you... You know, keep your ears open and you focus on really getting to the why early on the project, then you don't really even need to have moments where you're butting heads or where there is a potential disagreement because everyone's on the same page early on. Yeah, I think Levi's creative people and, and the architects actually were better than most when it came to overcoming some of the hurdles. Lee pointed out some of the air conditioning, heat and air vents came right through the um, lower experience in, I believe it was two locations, and we had to build around them the LEDs. So, you know, it didn't make it a continuous piece at the top. And they completely understood the complications and working with the size of the panels versus, you know, what the gaps would be and how do we work together to minimize, you know, any of the visual effects. So it was a very big team effort whenever we came into a situation that it got solved really quickly. I believe because everybody had the same goal. We had a, a timeline, we had a, an end, but it was working towards it and everybody was able to compromise for the, the good of the job. All right, so we've got a background on the project. We walked through the entire experience. Now let's put ourselves back in the present. Levi opens their largest ever flagship store in Times Square. It's over 16,000 square feet, and y'all brought some pretty unparalleled digital signage experience to that store. How did this project directly impact their revenue and their branding presence on the square? That's a great question. So tying one experience or one store into their overall a global brand is is tough to do, right. but they, they're definitely staying relevant within their space and their, their competitors. Uh, even though that they're they're the leader the leader in their space, they're expected to lead the charge. And from the digital industry, D3 and Reflect is able to uh, take part in this wave of if you're going to stay relevant in retail, uh, you need to engage the customer, keep them in the store longer, make a social impact, be able to communicate from their phone to the screen. Just if we can keep them there longer and keep them happy and actually bring them into the store with motion, that's going to create a, a revenue impact for sure. But for a group as big as, as Levi's and a global iconic brand, I think it's part positioning uh, themselves as as the true icon that they are in their space compared to, to everyone else. So they had a great fourth quarter last year. They had a great year overall for 2018. We expect even greater results of Levi's this year. So it's so exciting to see their success and to be a small part of it. You know, whenever I saw New Year's Eve and the countdown and you saw that store right behind the stage and, and what an impact that brand is making globally and has for the last hundred plus years. So it's just exciting to be part of that. Yeah, I go back to what I was talking about earlier. I, I had the I was fortunate to be able to go to the store recently and I like to observe what the people are doing and what kind of impact the screens have. And you know, Times Square, you're competing for people, competing for them to not only come into your store but also just eyeballs on the store. And the screens really do that. You know, Levi's has a, a, a premier location right there. Uh, and when you come in the store, you can actually see the people being engaged by the employees. It's They, they have uh, people right there to greet you when you come into the store. They've done a great job at seeing if you need help. They themselves are creating an experience with their people and the screens all, all in one because the screens get you in the door. And then once you're in the door, the, the people are greeting you. So I think they've done a great job themselves uh, maximizing the store location and competing with everything that's out there when you're in Times Square. It's it's a competition on your on its own. It's almost its own ecosphere, and uh, they've done a, a 
great job at making the customer engagement a, a great experience. So I think what really elevated this project to that next level, where not only you brought a project that made Levi's super pleased and was able to encourage them to deliver a more positive experience for their customers and really stand out on Times Square, but I think it really set a standard within the industry on how companies can come together to create exceptional products. Because I know I've noticed often within the AV industry, at least among a lot of conversations I've had with uh, professionals in the industry, you know, this isn't not necessarily... This isn't necessarily an issue person to person, but I think large company to large company, there can be some competitive tendencies that discourage collaboration. Everyone wants to be first to market. Everyone wants to be the company that can attach their name to that large-scale project. But to make this iconic project happen, uh, your companies had to work together. So what do you think encouraged D3 and Reflect to make that union? And how do you think this speaks to the future of the AV industry? That's a really good question, and it's it's actually really easy to answer. Our two companies work well together. There, there is no competition for this because we're, you know, we're supplying hardware to a vision. We're a, in a support role. We have projects where we need reflect and what their expertise are. And it's surprising in this industry that you can find a partner that you can't wait to work with. And we've been working together on a few projects and each project, it gets even a little better. But when two like-minded companies start working together, you know, you don't even think about who's in the lead or who's getting credit because everybody can see how well you work together. And that's where all the credit actually comes in. Couldn't have said it better myself, George. I think it's important that uh, we continue to, to maintain our vision here at Reflect about hiring the best talent, working with the best partners in the space, and ultimately picking the best clients in the space as well. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to be in a position like that and working with D3 and their team and uh, everyone here at Reflect, it's, it's just pretty effortless. You know, they're good. people are, are, are great working together. Uh, we, it really is one of those rare partnerships to where, you know, no matter what comes up, we're going to figure out a, a solution for it. And we're going to celebrate the wins together and, and work through the complexities together as well. And, and at the end of the day, know that we're both benefiting from it. So it's been a pleasure working with, with George and his team. And, and I look forward to many more flagship type experiences throughout the years. And, you know, we're just trying to continue to maintain uh, having the best partners and clients and, and people here on our staff as, as we can to stay true to our vision. Well, George, Lee, I want to thank you both for joining us on the podcast and giving us all your insight on this Levi's flagship store project, what you were able to do by coming together as two companies within the industry is pretty amazing. And I'd like to toss my kudos your way for the kind of impact that you're having on retail, the kind of impact you're having on the industry, and really the standard you're setting for how AV companies can collaborate and deliver something second to none. So again, Lee Summers, George Pappas, CEOs of Reflect and D3, thank you both for coming on the podcast. I look forward to chatting again in the future. Thanks, Great. Daniel. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. And if you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. And make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.